The Dogs of War podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Party on, Raleigh, and party on, Kevin. Hey! Dogs of War, Dogs of War podcast. Cleveland Browns. It's the offseason. It's time to talk brown stuff with your excellent co-host, Raleigh. And with him, as always, is equally excellent co-host, Kevin. Browns confirmed, Raleigh. Browns confirmed Kevin. Dogs of War! And now we're going. Welcome back, friends, to the Dogs of War podcast. After a magical draft experience, I am joined by my beloved co-host, Kevin. Normally we say our own names, but we're going rogue this episode. And our esteemed guest, Cleveland legend, comedian, slash, philanthropist, Ricky Smith of Rake, which stands for Random Acts of Kindness. Make sure everywhere. you put the K in there. You got to put the K. Rake. You, it gets you, weird if you get... Yeah, it's Rake. That's how you... How well, you can't... Okay, so we'll teach Rolly how to spell Rake after. Wait, what well, did I say? Lady, no, you said Rake, but it was a woman when I first started at Starbucks. Was like, that's the guy that does Rake. And oh, like, shit. I was like, no, no, Rake. Rake. Oh, oh yeah. I see how that could come over. Okay, yeah, R A K E, everyone. Let's make sure the K is uh, yeah. enunciated properly. Now, Ricky, this is a this is a true honor and a privilege, man. You know, I've I've been watching you on social media over the years. Um, it's you'd be very hard pressed to find somebody, especially from Cleveland, who's never heard of Rake or has seen some of the things that you've been doing. So we're looking forward to talking to you, and really appreciate you taking the time here. No, I appreciate you guys. Seriously, um, fans as well. Um, fans are really good people who love the Browns, who are football fans as well. Uh, we can get that in a little bit. There's people who are obsessed with the Browns that aren't football fans, but I love I love the energy spirit. I'm a football fanatic, basketball fanatic. My dad, we, I'm the three sports teams. I joked I'm the last black baseball fan left in the world too. Like I love <laughs> sports, man. Like I'm a sports junkie. Um, you name it. Like I went to the first game. You know that Thursday night game when it was like only five people in the stands. I was there. I went by myself. Like I am at the training camps. Like I am that guy. Like I, I love, I love football. Like I love the Browns. So yeah, it, it's yeah. Do you have an all-time favorite player in the Browns? Man, that's that's hard to do. But um, I have a couple, man. Like Webster Slaughter was one of my favorites growing up. Mm. I love Brian Brenham because he was not afraid to cross the middle. Of course, the Dog Pound, Kevin Mack, uh, Eric Metcalf, of course. Um, I thought as a kid I was going to be Michael Dean Perry. I'm showing my age a little bit to the, to the audience. Um, I mean, even even Eric Turner, you know, recipes. Like, it just, I don't know, man. Like, every genre or whatever Browns teams I've had, like, I mean, it got a little weird when we came back. I don't think I had a favorite then, but I don't think. Phil Dawson. Okay. Um, I, well, I was going to say Kelly Holcomb, but no. Um, D.A.? No. Oh, who was the running back that that that, that for Boston College? He, he, he William Green. William Green was good. Okay, yeah, man. I saw so many being at the draft last week, and I saw so many. I saw some Ruben Drowns jerseys. <laughs> I saw some some throwback running back I am jerseys. Still friends with Ruben too, which is no crazy. way. Yeah, he's, is he uh, coaching now? I think he's great. Right? I thought he's, he's coaching. coaching. He's a uh, good dude. Good dude. It's funny, a lot Ruben. of those good. A lot of those dudes knew they weren't good. <laughs> they knew. They knew. I would hang out with a lot of those guys. Like uh, at the time, it was a guy like Enoch Demar, and this is when Trent Dilfer came for that 
you know, to get the check and all that stuff. Those teams, I would hang out with those guys. I used to throw parties for a living, and they knew they weren't good. I mean, uh, uh, Dennis Northcutt. Uh, oh, man. I, oh, I keep going. I keep going. Like, um, uh, what was the cornerback's name? Uh, Fuller. Corey Fuller. Yeah. Uh, um, I can keep going. But yeah, these are guys that, like, were friends of mine. They, <laughs> they knew they weren't good. Like, it was like. <laughs> I, I, I blame the franchise for. It's like he, this is the old Browns, though, not the new Browns. Yeah. I know. But just it, gotta, it's, we it's finally got a guy that knows how to pick a guy. So let's celebrate that. But it's always funny because I'm always somehow, just because I'm funny, I, I guess comedians want to be rappers and rappers want to be. Anyway, because I'm the funny guy, I get to hang out with a lot of these guys that I'm friends with. And it's always funny to see, like, the fans, oh, this guy sucks, is it? And the guys are like, what do you want us to do? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not uh, – we we try to consider – no, nah, I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole. No, go down it, go down it, go down it. There's so many douchebags. It's like, well, you either like the team or you don't. You don't have to hate watch them. Yeah. And, like, when people – come out of the woodwork, pat themselves on the back where they're doing it on social media or screaming at the TV. It's like, well, like it or not, he's your guy. He's yeah. College football where you just recruit the best player every year. You make do yeah. with what you got and you can love him, which we're on team love, or you can just be a tool about it. Um, now, however, we're sick, so that problem's in the past. <laughs> um, before we get into Brown stuff, I'm going to ask a question. This is huge because okay. it's going to mitigate what I have to do throughout this episode. Let okay. you do the talking. So you are a comedian. Mm-hmm. You are the founder of Rake with a K, random mm-hmm. acts of kindness everywhere. Yep. And you will have a social media presence. Give us the rundown about stuff you do and try to keep it interesting for our people. Yeah, so uh, uh, it all started with a girl, bad divorce, ended up living in my car, found out to see the world on Facebook. Uh, somehow it went to my last 20 bucks on my name, bought pizza for homeless people. It kind of went viral. Said it'd be cool if I went across country, nothing but a cell phone ID, spreading kindness. I was going to walk it. A guy donated a car for three weeks, took the car across country, 17 cities in 17 days, became this nationwide movement. Ms. L Magazine flew me out to New York to do a cover story. Somehow I become this like inspirational dude and I get a TV writing gig and I'm like, okay, I got to keep this going. Ended up getting a show on Adult Swim and all this other stuff and uh, McDonald's ad campaign. But at the end of the day, I'm Cleveland true and through. I wanted my nonprofit to be out of Cleveland, not L.A. So I split time. I was like, I want the story to be here's this Cleveland guy doing good in the world. And um, you name it, I've done it. I've done everything I've wanted to do on my bucket list from throughout the first pitch to just three days ago was butt naked on a beach for my birthday in Miami. I crossed that off my bucket list. Oh, so that Instagram post was real. I saw you post that nude beach picture. Oh, I can post a photo. <laughs> no, no. The one, or this, you post some like my you post like a Miami like uh, nude beach sign. Yeah, no, no, that was real, real. Like, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm sunburned in places I didn't know I'd be sunburned. There's photos. There's boomerangs. Uh, but yeah, it was actually life changing. It was the coolest thing in the world. Met friends and hung out, and it was like it was a cool environment. It was just like you know what? After two seconds, everybody was like, "Here we are. We're we're naked. You're naked." But nah, like here's the thing that's funny, man. 99.9% of things I say online are true. The one, the 0.1% that aren't true is because I have to tame it down for the internet. So you don't get thrown off, yeah. I yeah. had the most amazing – first of all, clearly that was not the first time you've been asked that question of – and a lot of people know your story. But the most amazing thing is that you were down to your last $20, and you took that, and instead of using it to do something for yourself, you bought pizza for homeless people. Well, 
two things today. I want to be real. One of them was a screw you to the universe and God. I was like, you know what? I was living in my car. It got repossessed. I got a bike. Then my bike got stolen. So I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, what, what else do you want? But ironically, the first person I offered pizza to was like, I don't eat this shit. I'm a vegan. Almost vegan? In L.A., the guy's kind of famous, I guess, for just being his own. Uh, uh, that makes sense. L.A. Yeah. And I was like, all right, guy, we're still doing this. But, yeah, just, um, you know what? I've always been funny. I've always had kind of this uh, pretty quick quick thinking process, whatever. I would have never been co- done comedy, done any of the stuff I would have done had it not been for, you know, the, the downward trajectory of my life at the time. So, for me, everything has for a reason. And, yeah, it was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to spend this 20 bucks. Tomorrow, I'm going to call my mom and dad. I'm going to go back to Cleveland. And the, the, literally the next morning, uh, Adult Swim called. I was like, hey, we got this TV writing gig for you. And I was like, okay. And so That's I unbelievable. I made a promise to the universe that as long as I write or do stuff, you know, that makes money to be doing this, I have to do a yin and a yang. So that's kind of where Rake is. But I have to, it has to be cool. It has to be fun. I've done, you know, a joint tour with Machine Gun Kelly where we've done an act of kindness in every tour, you know, city he's, he's brought in. So, but it also has to be, it has to be fun. Larry Obajobi, Oban Gumby. It's funny because he's a good friend. I still can't say his name. He gets mad at me. But Christian Curtsy, like I've done all these things with these guys. You know, Duke Johnson wore the shoes. Ironically, Little known fact, any Browns player I'm friends with will be gone within a two years or so. Stay the hell away from Baker. <laughs> See, most it, people tell me stay away from Chubb, but yeah, Baker. Did, but no, you name it from Kersey to Duke to uh, even, 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 yeah, literally, they're gone. Within wait, two. wow. This is the first time in our lives we can say, please stay away from the whole roster. Funny enough, I, 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 I I'm not really close to anyone on the team right now. You so, say yeah. that way. You keep you <laughs> So, Ricky, my, my favorite thing about Rake, well, there's a lot of favorite things about Rake, but you're not just out here, and this can't be emphasized enough, you're not just out here throwing bake sales and taking a few bucks and throwing it somewhere. Nothing wrong with the bake sale. Shout out to our bake sales out there. <laughs> you're literally going out there, and just some of the things you've done in the past, you go out and you've handed umbrellas to people. Yeah, uh, in the rain. You've handed random people tickets to like big sporting events. Yeah, just exactly as it says. I mean, random now, acts I, of uh, kindness. I learned how to DJ during the quarantine, and like I DJ retirement homes, and it went viral. Like, I saw that. It up. But it, to me, it's like just being creative, doing fun stuff. I don't want to do anything boring. It was already done before, but I do it almost in a competitive way. I know it sounds dumb. I was raised in you know. 1800s where you do good and you don't talk about it but with twitter instagram facebook all these social media platforms my thing is like why not show yourself doing good if it motivates inspire other people it might seem like bragging but you know what whatever no but we the, need it the world yeah, needs this it's stuff like, why hey. not why not so like hey. if, I, if i dj at a retirement home and somebody does it in california or somebody does it in another city then yeah now we just made the place you know the world a little bit more fun so yeah my thing is like it has to always look a certain way be a certain way. If it's not cool, I'm not doing it. You know, there's never been a time we've talked about this before when we had our, our dear friend Tom Seipel on here. Shout out Tom. Rest in peace. Who just wanted to spread the word of love. And that's all he said. He's like, why can't we just be nice to each other? It's not that hard. And what I like about random acts of kindness everywhere is that in a world especially after the last, you know, what, five or some years and the last couple years especially yeah. where everything is politicized, every comment you make, every tweet you like, everything you do, no matter if, what side of the aisle you're on, left, right, middle, wherever, they, everything is brought under a microscope. People are just trying to cancel one another. But 
there's nothing at all political or, or other motivations behind just being nice to people. You know, Kevin, jokingly, I always say this. That's why I say I love strangers. I hate people. Hey, yes. I, I don't need to know your back. I don't need to know all this other stuff. Like, just, just, just don't be a jerk. That's all it is. Like, it, and it's funny because all the stuff that I've gotten over the last 18 years of doing this, you know, mind you, I'm funny and I have connections. I run with different space and other stuff. Cool. But majority of stuff just comes from just simply being kind. I know that sounds corny, but like, just don't. Oh. Yeah. It's not rocket science. It's not uh, rocket science. And I would right. argue that it, it, it's, for me, it's put years on my life. I mean, knock on wood, I hope I don't die tomorrow. But just even my, you know, my disposition, my license plate literally on my Jeep is F-U-N. Like, fun. Like, that's literally my license plate. Because um, to me, it's like the world's way too, right, right. So we are wearing masks and we're all, you know, quarantining. And we thought we had everything figured out. Even if we did have things figured out, then the world was like, Zzz. so my thing is like, you know what you can control? The amount of fun you have. And it's like, if you can have fun or do something silly or get your comfort zone, I literally wake up. A good buddy of mine, Jamel Hill, wrote something on my page the other day. She goes, to the guy who really enjoys life and truly tries to get every, squeeze every minute of fun out of it. And I was like, I never thought about that before. But That's awesome. If you guys ever – that was going to sound weird. <laughs> I was going to say, if you ever wake up next to me <laughs> or wherever vacation <laughs> – you wake up. I literally wake up though. Like, I, I don't do it on purpose. I literally wake up and I'm like, "What fun shit can we do today?" Like that's honestly got truth. And that's living. That's how you live. And but, I need to get there quick. No, but we're all there. Like you just wait. You, to me, it's like, and I know we have jobs, we have bills, and we have. Stress, you got to slow down and appreciate things. Yeah, more. it's like if you just say, "All right, today I'm gonna roller skate." For example, I took roller skating classes for eight weeks. I bought my roller skates, and during the quarantine, me and my buddies went to learn how to roller skate. Why? I don't why know. not? We learned how to roller skate. Everybody asked why. So why I not? Got, I, got a, I got a thought on that. So I was walking down the street the other day, and I saw somebody roller skating. I was like, you know what? In the spirit of trying to drop 30 pounds, I need an activity that's fun. That you, like, I wish I stuck with basketball after, like, seventh grade or whatever just so you can play without being embarrassed and like stay in shape like roller skating that could be it but then i thought actually if i fall down ah! i need i mean you need pads ah! act like you don't fall ah! you let me say something i'm not a motivational speaker but you already failed you put that out in there no so my mind state is i'm not gonna fall i'm yeah. li- you literally just left fear you know why kids are so uh genius and amazing kids don't have that fear so no, you're yeah, not kids fall. also don't have two hundred plus pounds of body weight. Doesn't matter. Guess what? Guess what? Now what? Now you're not roller skating. Yeah, I know, and I'm proud of the decision. I'm just saying I can't take like if I fell and I had the pads, my wrist would snap on the. I mean, there's other things I could. I got a Peloton. Mine didn't. Mine didn't snap, and I got a tattoo. It says tattoo. You know why? Because that's can. awesome. Because why? Why? Yeah, it's not why. It's why not. So hey, no, you know, Ricky. Guess what? I didn't fall once. When I, I I didn't fall once. How many times did you roller skate? Eight right, weeks. Every week. Every week for eight weeks. I did fall the third time, bust my ass, but I didn't die. Did you scrape your knees? Nope. Ricky, one other thing I like about and sorry to well, go off from roller skating. Feet too. Okay, go ahead. Is another thing, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I interpret from things you've said over the many years is, Random Max, you don't have to 
of course, you've done things like giving umbrellas, sporting tickets, all you know, hashtag lunch bag, all this stuff. Hashtag lunch bag, excuse me. But it could also be as simple as just smiling at somebody walking by them. That's Kevin, an act of kindness. I literally, literally started the nonprofit in a moment, living on a friend's couch with 20 bucks. Like, literally, you can't. It's funny because people come up to me, oh, I can't wait till I get this or I get that. Like, I literally started a movement. And even just me going cross country with nothing but a cell phone ID, it was part of I was watching Naked and Afraid. I love that show. I'm part pervert. I saw I saw an ep- Sorry. Yeah. I saw a uh, video clip where you were talking about it. I ranted about Naked and Afraid to all of my friends for the longest time. Fantastic. Do you want to uh, go? Yes. No, for real. Uh, how much skill would I have to obtain? I know the producers very, very, very well. Actually, one of them is from. I'm in. He's from Illyria. He's been begging me to do it. Ooh, West Side, shout out. I'm in. I gotta. Well, I'm like, well, well he I'm has to ask a wife. I don't, so I'm in. Yeah, I I've never seen it. About I'm in. So, do you know the premise, though? Yes. You, I don't. You're, you're oh, naked. Wait, this is even funnier. You have to survive. For <laughs> no, don't days. tell. Just don't tell me. I just, I'm just gonna show up. You have to be butt naked for 30 days in the worst areas of the world to survive with a, with a woman. Uh, like the and you guys get one item. Well, I f- feel bad for that woman. She's got a horrible view for 30 days. Uh, I think it's irrelevant after like one hour. Yeah, that's probably true. Ooh, Raleigh, great segue into an ad we got to read. Ow. Damn it. I was in the naked and afraid mood. If you're on the show naked and afraid and you need to shave your bush, use Manscaped. The finest. <laughs> I, it's like a. I just got mine. Uh, Manscaped is uh, sponsoring this episode. We both got our new lawnmower 4.0s. Yeah, actually, basically, I actually, actually use Manscaped. Ooh, well, just got mine. I'm excited. Feel, feel free to chime in on this plug because <laughs> we don't know what we're doing with it. Um, no, don't, I did. I used it on the beach on the when I just went to the new beach. Susan, see, everyone uses Manscaped. Uh, professionals use Manscaped, and Ricky's a professional, and it's so weird talking about Manscaped, but if you have a wife, roommate, significant other that is not pleased with the state of your manliness, use Manscaped. Read that one thing that we have to read, Kevin, and then let's get the hell away from this ad. Yeah, so really what it comes down to, y'all, is... Stop using the same razor for all parts of your body. That's nasty. Like, let, this, is, this is a society. There's rules. I don't care if you're a rich man or a poor man, person, whatever you are. That's just We can all agree on that, I think. Uh, anyway, because of us, you're welcome. The new Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof. You can use it in the shower now. That helps. Uh, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code FANSIDE20. Unlock that confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now, back, back to Naked and Afraid. Yep. So, as a uh, fan of the show, you get you get two items, one per eat, one per contestant, one per teammate. Which items would you go with? See, I, was, I don't know why. I would go with a, I would go with a, a fire starter. I I think you got to go big knife. Like if I'm going on the show and I'm going to commit to it. Get one of those big knives that have like flint that they use to start fire. Have you seen those? Yeah, the scratchy things. You can scratch yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Because then, you know, you got fire and a knife. But I think they only let you. Like, I don't think they let you bring like a Swiss Army. Like, I think they they, they keep the like one. 
You can't no, come I, like a Spectre gadget with like. Yeah, I, I know. it's like the it's like a crocodile Dundee looking knife. You Do know, these people hate each other at the end of the thirty oh, days? Some Sometimes. of them win. Yeah, some of them are like like if she's let's say me and you go together and I'm have diarrhea and you're building a ten and I'm throwing up or you get a lot. <laughs> oh, it's it's always like. Oh, it's I can't wait for us to be on the show. It's always there, drama. Hey, um, hey, there was that one blonde chick who was notoriously crazy. Her first yeah. episode was with the uh, yeah. the vegan who was overweight. Yep. The vegan just laid there. God bless him. He had the. You know, you know the funniest part about the show um, is that people don't realize there's producers and cameramen, right? So these people are roughing in the worst neighborhoods, whatever. Not worst neighborhood, but worst. Uh, <laughs> and there's like a producer, like it, like in the hotel, well fed. Right, yeah, man. we'll see you guys in an hour. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, uh, off topic, but now, uh, Ricky, I, didn't, I just realized this. You slipped by this earlier. Uh, that makes two of the people on this podcast right now who have toured with Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, really? Sorry, Raleigh. Sick. Not really. I, not technically tour. I played violin on a couple shows with him on his uh, 2015 tour. Yeah, yeah that's the tour. I, that, was, I was, that was the tour I did. No kidding. Wow. With, uh, a little more, right? Yeah, that's the, yeah. Come on now. What, what, thought, what dates? What wow. dates? Uh, I did the one here in Chicago. It, I did the one at U of I and the one in Juliet, Illinois. So three in Illinois. Cool. Those were the only three days I didn't do. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, nah, oh, so but you yeah. played a violin. Yeah, yeah. So shouts to Kel. It's another guy who likes to put on for, for Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, amazing guy. Amazing guy. And that whole yep. crew. Slim, yep. all of them. Yeah. Yep. Slim, Bays, all of those guys. Great people. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, I um. We met during that time, Andre, his, his tour manager, Cisco, yeah. and our really good friends. Matter of fact, I introduced him to his fiance. Um, but now the 27th Club, the coffee shop, everything, Cleveland. I'm, I'm all Cleveland, man. Steep A, Eve, like anything Cleveland, I, I, you got to rep it. You got to rep it hard. And, and he, Kevin just said, I'm done with the, the show. Now he's probably going to get something to prove, validate. Oh, oh, oh he put no. a hat on. Got to throw my 27 Club hat on if we're going to be talking about it. That's what I was. Uh, I went there after I saw you. See, I can never get in. There's always a line. So I got to be with someone that knows what they're doing. I got like you. A Ricky That's Smith. Not, I got you. Yeah. Because I, 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 I'm like, hey, just bring your violin. All right. Yeah, no, I will. Don't say it won't. Down at the door with a violin. Um, <laughs> Ricky, you said that you always wake up and you look for what's something fun I can do, what's something positive I can do. Yeah. As a Cleveland Browns fan, the years 1999 through, let's say, 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. how did that factor in to your You know, it's weird. Um, I'm going to name drop. It is what it is. He's a really good friend of mine. We're, we're, we're literally playing chess right now as we speak. Uh, Kristen Kurtzy and I. Kirko. Met, Shout out Kirko. Yeah, Kirko. We actually met in a club. And my family, my dad's side of family, last name is Kurtzy. And so there's bottle girls wow. and there's girls around, and we're literally like bonding. Like we start talking about life, and his mom's a minister, and he grew up in the church. We're talking about religion and things out for a reason. So we become best friends. We, you know, we've traveled together, we've hung out together all season. So to bring around to your point, not only was I suffering as a Browns fan, he was suffering because you know Michael Hyde, his friends are going to they're going to playoffs, and they're you know all stars, and all his boys from Iowa and his, his, his friends and. Uh, Craig Robinson was a good friend of his, and he went to New Orleans, and he was balling out. So yeah. not only, not only, literally, was I the sad Browns fan, I would ride with him after the games in the tunnel. So he's like miserable, he's, huh? You he's miserable after those games? Oh, beyond, beyond, beyond. Yeah. He's like, 
you know, we try our hardest, you know, we're doing this, like, let's just go get a drink. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe we should get a water. Like, let's, let's get ready for practice. But the reason why Clevelanders are so cool, and I don't mean this just to pat ourselves on the back, we're loyal to a flaw. Like, it yep. will never be any doubt in my mind. I had a, I, Rake actually had a stand, a food stand at the Brown Stadium for those games. So not only are we there representing Cleveland, we would lose money because nobody was coming to games. But I don't know any other way to be. Like, I don't know how not to be, to rep my team, to think this is the game we're going to win. I know it's Charlie Brown in the football or, you know, Wiley Coyote or whatever, whatever. But I don't know any other way to be than be the, the optimistic Browns fan that we're going to get them next year. And That's yeah, what we are. Was me. I remember that game where we tied Pittsburgh, opening, opening the game. It's like, I was there. <laughs> but again, it makes it bittersweet for now. But I, I don't know. It's, it's a way I, I know you guys have probably got acclimated with the team from your family, your dad, or whoever, and your family. Like, that's my best memories in my life are with my dad in sports, whether it be mm-hmm. the fumble to drive, the shot, you know, two outs away. Uh, like, all I know is sports, and it's in my DNA, but I'm loyal, I'm loyal to a flaw. So it's like, if we came together, we stay together. And I don't know. I, like, what would I, I moved to San Diego for a while in and, and LA. And, they, I'm, I'm talking smack to the people. They're like, "Well, I don't, I don't play for them. I don't care." Nah, like we bleed this stuff. Like this is us. Like I will cut somebody talk bad about my Browns. Yeah, it was rough, but you know what? Wait, we still watch. Where they? We, people don't understand. They're like, "What?" The 0 and 16 season, the 1 and 15. They're like, "Why do you still watch?" It's because I don't know how not to watch. Yeah, like what else are you gonna do? It doesn't equate for me that you. Some of these people just like get, don't watch their teams if they come out with a you know a few flat games. I don't. It, we don't. It's good. People wonder why. I really don't know. What else will we do? Exactly. That, Especially, yeah, yeah. That, that Christmas Eve win that took us to – that wasn't the last game of the – yeah, it was. That took us to 1-15. in 15. Watch that, this. And I'm that not was like one of the greatest sports moments of my life. So tickets were like 4 or $5. I think they were $5. <laughs> we, bought, we bought 50 tickets and gave them to a homeless shelter. So we brought 50 homeless people to that game. We got them food, the whole nine. No, it was, it was veterans. It was veterans. It was veterans. We got them from the VA. Veterans. We literally hugged, embraced. We were crying. We're in the stands. We got a photo of us. Like, let's go. Like, we, <laughs> I love we actually, this. one of the guys, we lost one of the guys. He didn't get back on the shuttle bus. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. I thought you meant. He's still there. No, he, he, didn't, he didn't die. He didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Maybe I mean, we don't. That's awesome. That's your last moment of seeing the Browns win <laughs> the last game of the year. No, that'd be sick. That's how you want to go out if you're gonna Absolutely. go out. Absolutely, absolutely. Rick, Ricky, I will have all the info in the in the bio, of course, how to get on you and everything. But yeah. where where do you send people when they want to learn more about Rick? Um, just the website rakenow.org. R a k e n o w dot o r g. Um, I'm all over social media. Rick Onya, R i c k o n i a. But even if you don't want to, you know, I, I'm the most unconventional uh, founder of a nonprofit. My thing is, you don't have to even donate to Rake. Just go do something kind. Like, honestly, the whole reason I started Rake was literally to just show people you can still be a jerk, you can still get drunk, you can still be wild, just go do something kind. And, and to me, it resonates. I go speak to a lot of kids at schools, and I'm, you know, I'm me. I have my hat on backwards. I tell them that I'm not this perfect person, but you can still do for others. And that's my whole thing is, like, just, just consciously say, hey, today I'm going to try to be a little bit more kind. You never know. I, I joke with my mom all the time. She say, oh, this server was terrible. I said, mom, what if his mom died? She goes, oh, I know, I know. 
you never know what the person. I always just if you assume somebody's going through something, you're probably right because literally we're all going through something more now than ever. We're wearing, I, I literally this is true story. Now we go. I literally go. I had to do this. I had to do this interview, and I was like, oh, right, let me get my mask. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm here by myself. Like, what? So even, <laughs> even our psyches, man. It's gonna take a while yeah. to get out of this, but just simply be kind and just 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 do what you can, man, within your own world. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be famous. Just do what you can within your own circle and and and, and see what happens. Even a smile, like you don't know what someone's going through. You a know simple what? smile can make someone's entire week. I'm the king of dad jokes with him, man. If you keep a yes. dad joke, it breaks down everything. Keep Why, one in the tuck. Always keep one in the a, tuck. Um, how do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in it, see? <laughs> I had a sick That's all it takes. That's all it takes, baby. I love it. I had one of the greatest dad jokes in my career yesterday but it's actually not appropriate for this podcast i'll tell you guys about it later it was sick though dad jokes are my jam yeah that's more like a granddad that's no surprise joke. I think yeah it was a granddad joke it was a granddad joke but by the way speaking of masks and you know everybody it's going to take us a while to recover do you guys ever watch movies kevin you don't watch movies when you see people that are in crowds like at the grocery store and they're not wearing masks and you're like oh shit uh, I guess yeah. it was before. No, it's cringeworthy. You're like, oh, what? <laughs> they're shaking hands and hugging. That <laughs> that is not okay. The old days, the old life. Uh, we should probably talk about some Brown stuff now. Yeah, Ricky, who was your? Well, I mean, we have been kind of the whole time. Ricky, who was your favorite pick? What was your overall thoughts of the draft? That's not cheesy, but collective, collectively, we we're in a position now to draft things that make sense. I'm not going to pass old regiment, but sometimes you had to reach. Sometimes they didn't reach, but, you know, you have to figure it out. Now it was like, yo, let's get a cornerback. That's it. it was like a bob and a weave. It was like, we get this. We want to get a cornerback. I, I love the fact that we got, you know, we need, it, we need a little bit of depth on the offensive line, defensive line. Of course we need it. I, um, I'm still not sold on two linebackers. I call me old school. I like guys flying around. I think that might be our weakest point still. We got a um, lot of linebackers right now. Yeah, which we need it, which we need it. Um, but no, I, I think I, I love the fact that our weaknesses are now maybe our strengths with the DBs, the safety, the back end. Um, you didn't have to find like a running back. You didn't have to do this. Like now, it's just you know positions we need. I, I like um, first round draft pick though, cornerback um, Greg Newsom. Newsom, I love how he, I loved his, his his swag, his attitude, his spirit, and you know. I joke, man. We don't know what's going to happen with these 10-man cornerbacks we have, who we love. But it's just good to know that we can plug and chug. I mean, let's be honest. Nowadays, you need, what, four or five? Realistically, you need need three starting cornerbacks. Good. You need four solid. Because it's so many systems. The ball's being flung around, and you got, you know, tight ends coming off. You got this and that. So I think, for me, that's what I'm excited about. We don't have these weird matchups when we have the linebacker in the flat or, you know, they're checking off and we're like, oh, we, we can see it at home. Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, but I just think we have a squad now. I think we have a winning, you know, attitude and spirit. Um, but even then, if it checks out, oh, shit, I forgot to tell you. Scott, my language. Me and Scottish Hammer just became friends. Oh, shit. You were at, um, you were at uh, what's it called? Uproar. Uproar. Yeah. We saw your post. And I oh you were here damn yeah I was, I was there for two that, weeks. that was like about a month ago ish yeah for two weeks yeah uproar is amazing by the way uh, yeah dude I was raving about that chicken sandwich then I saw you 
Amazing. I'm like, I think I gotta go. the best I've ever had. So you know, what is it? Good boy, Johnny. What's, what's the name of it? Good night, John boy. Good night, John boy. One of the same owners. He's the one that owns Uproar. Yeah, uh, shout out to Dante. Yep, Dante. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, that, please go. The place is amazing. They have upstairs, live music, the whole nine, like late night menu. Is it on really Wells? Rollins? Hmm? Yeah. What, like, Wells. what's it by? Like, it's like right Like Fireplace? It's like next to Fireplace. Beauty. Okay. It's Good like time. half a mile. Matter of fact, shout on me when you go. Let me know when you go. Wait, what's that? Let me know when you go. Drinks on me. What do you mean? Wow. Eyes, act of kindness will take care of your first round of drinks. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, I already went. Um, Next time you go again. See, this is the thing I don't I haven't like been yet. This is, this is what makes the world not kind. You have to accept <laughs> the kindness. You okay. And then you like pay it for it. And then you pay it okay. for it. And you let me know the next time that you go to Taco Bell. Have you had cheesy fiesta potatoes? I've only been once in my life. We also don't know anybody at Taco Bell, so our, our plug there is, is empty. Oh, well, it's very affordable and sensibly priced and delicious. Um, oh, they're not an advertiser, by the way. Yeah, I, was this is, I was just about to ask. This is a free ad. I would love more than nothing to advertise for Taco I'll do it for free, Taco Bell. Um, the Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes, they are back. They are a game changer. And I will happily pay for your round of Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes at Taco Bell. Granted, they're only like 99 cents. Again, um, sensibly priced deliciousness. So we'll let you get back. I know you said you got you got some appointments tonight, so we'll let you get back to your real life here in a second. Can we uh, can we mark you down as a recurring guest to come on oh. back on? Yes, like I, I so I have a lot. I have so many ideas, Ricky. Like you, my my mind is just spinning right now. Let's go. I'm 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 I. I like to talk. Um, no, I'm down. I'm down. Like whatever you guys want, whatever you need, whenever you want to. It's cool with me. Like I I um. You ever see what's the movie Will Smith when he's like just by himself? Will Smith. Uh, uh, I'm Legend. Yeah. No. Is, is that it? Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, okay, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's first time he's ever nailed the movie reference. Thank that's you. Me. That's literally me. I'm just in a dungeon. Like, remember my basement now? This is where I DJ. Like, I just. You know what's? Hey, one more thing I'll say. Um, I know I keep saying that. You're talking about you're going to DJ a retirement home tomorrow. Yep. which is incredible. Like, who would have ever... But I... For people... I don't think a lot of people realize, and I'm, I'm not just not talking to people who right. have family members in the nursing home or, or retirement home. For every person in there that has a family that comes to visit them, there's probably five or ten that don't have anyone to come visit them, and they sit around all day long. So being a, a musician for my whole life, I, what I've, I've played a thousand different shows, concerts, whatever, but that's not to brag. My point is the ones that I remember, the ones that still stick out vividly are like the times that growing up in, you know, middle school, high school, going to a nursing home and playing for a half hour around Christmas time or whatever. And I should, I should still do that now. Maybe that's my rake I'm going to start doing is I'm going to do the local nursing home here. But what my point is, is the joy that 20 minutes puts on these people's lives for the next forever it is undescribable. So I'm jealous of what you're doing tomorrow, and I need to start doing that again myself. You don't have to be. Just just pop up. I mean, it's funny you mentioned because we did originally as a kind of a cute joke. Um, we, checked, <laughs> we did a senior prom. We checked IDs. That's awesome. But they dressed up. Checked dressed IDs. Up. Well, check this out. They dressed up in the outfits that they entered in. So if you entered in, in the 80s, you didn't buy a new dress-up outfit. They don't have a reason to dress up. So they always get emotional and this and that. It just became this thing where, like, 
I, I'm literally like to the point of the teller in his home is like, hey, just so you know, this is out of fun. I don't take money, but I am booked. Like, it is nonstop. That's amazing. Me. Like, yeah. And like, it's excitement and they'll bring their families. But you're right. A lot of them don't get visitation. So like, it was one lady, we remembered her name. I simply remembered her name and she lost it. Like, she was like, oh my God, I can't believe you remember me. But you're right. And so, you know, just telling people, like, it's almost like, like you just kind of said, I'm gonna beat up on you. There's nothing stopping you from doing what I'm what I'm doing. I no, I agree, hundred percent. I do. I purposely make the things I do that can be done by anybody. So yeah, go to nursing home and and, and do a podcast episode. I need to play yeah. out there. <laughs> but I mean, of all the years I played music, I I don't remember anything. I don't remember concerts, but it, the ones that still stick out are those nursing home ones. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's been fun, man. It, it, it's truly a blessing. To be a blessing for me. I get more out of it than they did, probably. Um, people rally behind it too. Was that people rally behind that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It is funny because the the fun about me and I is that I preach that I'm not a saint. So even my worst critic, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm a pretty trashy person. <laughs> well, you can't hate on what you're doing though. That's why you can't have haters you can't, if you're giving you back can't. to the community. Yeah. No, 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 no. It, trust me, it, my dad's what? a joke. My dad's a joke. He goes. Jesus turned water into wine, and they still killed him. So they'll find. <laughs> All right, I, 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 touche, touche. But still, the man I mean, brought yeah. his own party. Like, if I didn't even believe in him, I'd be like, "Yo, hey y'all, hey Judas, this dude brings wine every time we see him." No, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, I'm like, I think he's crazy, but he does get the party started. Hey, Jesus, uh, do that trick when you walk on water, bro. Or turn the water into wine. <laughs> yeah, please. Hey, my man. <laughs> Holy shit, you see what he did to Bob the Leper? That's insane. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, JC would be <laughs> a unreal podcast guest. For, hey, where, get, yeah. where, uh, where's your dad at? <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. My, uh, my reoccurring rake. Random act of kindness. Every every time I go to McDonald's, this is a self serving rake though. I will buy extra McDoubles and hand them out to the homeless people. Oh, they love it. It's awesome, and it helps me when I get the lecture from about eating McDonald's. Yeah. Um. It's like, well, I just made a couple of homeless people's lives possibly because so there's just, nothing better yeah. than it. So, As a McDouble will never not put a smile on your face. How you run it back to her? Is like, what did what did you do today? Ooh. I, well, I suck at winning. I suck at argument longevity. So it's like if I start boxing there, I'm just gonna get my asses kicked in rounds two, three, four, five, and six. Fair enough. But you were in the lead. Yeah, but there was that one round. You're in the lead. Yeah, buddy. So yeah. Hey, later on, guys. Just listening. Still listening. We are going to cover the draft. Real quick before I go, real quick before I go, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm exiting. What, what? And I know this is overshooting it. What's, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your pick for the record? What's your record? Twelve and oh, I was, I was say seventeen games now. I'm gonna go twelve and five. Be, let's go thirteen and four. I got thirteen and four. Like a thirteen and four. I Next week Green, when that schedule drops, we'll, yeah, we'll check it out. Green Bay. I got a couple games. I'm like, yeah, but other than that. We should be favored in most of them. Yeah, we're uh-huh. going to slip up some, but I, it's going to be fun. There is blood in the water for Pittsburgh. I am jacked to play Pittsburgh. Like, if they do it on the opening game again, 
I think we're I think we're at KC Monday Night Football Week One. I'm just gonna I think everyone yeah, is assuming that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Uh, damn. That's, Ricky Ricky did our that's that's always how we end shows is a prediction of score or record. Oh, so that's yeah. actually incredible. I mean, I've seen the show before, guys. <laughs> it's, the man that, must have lost a couple bets somewhere, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Ricky Smith, this has been a privilege. I look forward to having another co- well, many conversations with you after this. And any any final thoughts, closing notes, sir? No, I'm just I'm glad to be here. I will gladly uh, just go Browns, man. Just just know that uh, it's gonna be fun. I mean, ups and downs. Just it's just good to be relevant again. Amen. Good that 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 the city. Um, it's just coming a good time. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's absolutely the right way. Feel good about the team. Rich, Ricky, thank you again, sir. It's been a prep. We'll have all his contact links, everything in the bio for Ricky, for Raleigh, for myself. Thanks for listening to Dogs of War podcast and good night, Cleveland. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.